The IRS plans to hire 10,000 people by the end of this fiscal year and another 10,000 next year. That's part of its plan to spend that nearly $80 billion it received in the Inflation Reduction Act. And now the agency has a new commissioner who testified who's going to oversee all of this. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has an update. And these new hires, where are they going, I guess, for telephone calls and what else, Jory? Definitely the telephone calls. The focus here with this major hiring initiative is taxpayer service and enforcement. And those are the things that you hear the IRS coming back to time and again that they are looking to dramatically improve the level of service when people call the IRS with questions as they did this filing season and saw a much better level of performance than they did in previous years. Also shrinking that tax gap between what the agency theoretically needs to collect from taxpayers and what it's actually able to do every year. That is a growing tax gap. There are always very different estimates of what that gap is turning out to be. They're also looking to hire a more data savvy workforce. They're looking to hire more data scientists to do more of that enforcement work and really just understand where the data indicates there are uncollected taxes. So they're not just doing these audits where it turns out everyone is in compliance here. The big thing to take away from all of this is a lot of this hiring is just to cover the expected retirements and rate of attrition over the coming years. The IRS says that nearly two-thirds of its workforce is going to be retirement eligible over the next six years. It's a workforce that's already older than the rest of the federal workforce. And the agency notes that a growing number of newer employees are leaving the agency sooner than they would have otherwise expected. And so we heard from newly confirmed IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel at his swearing in. He recognizes this plan to beef up IRS is controversial in some parts. And he says, look, that this is just the way the IRS needs to keep rebuilding its capacity to do pretty basic work here. Despite what some might think or say, these public servants within the IRS are armed only with calculators and their skills to help us address complex issues. Their work will give people confidence that all taxpayers, regardless of means, are being treated fairly under the tax laws. Sounds like he was questioned on whether they would be agents that would be threatening people or gun-wielding to try to collect taxes. And these images come up from time to time over the decades, don't they? Well, the rhetoric has been for a while that it's going to be this army of IRS agents and a very small percentage of the IRS workforce is actually law enforcement in some sort of capacity or in any kind of tax enforcement capacity. A lot of the other employees are the people who are manning the phone banks and things like that. Now, in hiring people to replace some of the people that will be retiring, and they've got more beyond that to hire, it adds up to 10,000. Are they looking at hiring reforms or hiring special authorities? Because if you are hiring people that have been there for 30 years and they're retiring, do you need to use the ways that are outside the normal federal hiring under merit systems principles and competition for those new jobs, for the new replacements, I should say? Right. Yeah, that, this is something they're definitely looking at here for the kind of volume we're looking at, 20,000 employees by the end of fiscal 2024. What they're acknowledging here is that, like so many other parts of the IRS, its HR operations have been pretty much hollowed out. They have not had to do this level of hiring in quite some time. And 
the current time to hire at this point is on average 145 days for that typical hiring, the non-accepted service, the non-expedited hiring that we see in some cases. What we've seen here is that the IRS is looking to do some rolling announcements of frequently hired roles so that they are just bringing people in. They're not having to post every time they need a specific person, but that they're going to keep bringing people in the door and that they're going to try to do more skills-based hiring. Again, going back to needing specialized people like data scientists. And this was all outlined by Danny Werfel during that hearing last week. So this was both in part of his swearing in, which happened last week, and this big comprehensive report we saw that he said during his swearing in would be released. And so it is this massive 150-page detailed report outlining this first effort of how the IRS will spend this nearly $80 billion. And that report, and of course that's $80 billion over 10 years, they're not getting it next fiscal year, which means mm-hmm. they could get all of it, they could get none of it or they could get some of it. We really don't know how much of that $80 billion they'll actually get. Did he indicate whether that plan, which was created before his confirmation in that interstitial period, did he have a chance to amend it or alter it or update it at all? Did that come out at all? No, I mean, it, it's unclear. Obviously, this report has been in the works longer than he's been at the agency, but this seems to be a plan that he's on board with. And like we've said already, this is probably not going to be the final definitive report we're going to see over the coming years. You know, this is going to be a 10-year process from what the agency expects. So we will probably see future iterations of this report sometime down the line. And did the issue of technology improvement, which is something the IRS needs continually, what's in the works there? Well, a lot of the focus here is going back to taxpayer experience, empowering employees to do a better job for that taxpayer experience. One big thing that they're going to do is get the state of the IRS IT to a point where there is more of a 360 degree view of a taxpayer's experience with the agency. So when they call the agency about a handful of things, the employee on the phone has insight into all of those things. And so it's not this very siloed process where you can only handle one discrete thing at a time. And that's been very frustrating for both employees and taxpayers. And Another thing they're looking at is a more updated version of its very popular where is my refund tool so that people know where that is in the process. And I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the digital scanning tools that the IRS is looking to do. It is still very much a paper-based agency, and that was very much put on display in the previous couple of years with the COVID-19 pandemic. Delays in mail, delays in what they were able to process as far as that paper workload. They're really investing in digital scanning tools so that they are not crushed under this massive workload of paper-based processes. And he might have outlined some of the taxpayer service goals because that's what they've been dinged on by all of the TIGTA reports in the last couple of years. Nobody answers the phone. And of course, they can get the phones answered with masses of bodies. But then they have the question of, do the people answering the phone, are they capable of getting the right answer to the taxpayer? Right, right. And that's something we have seen highlighted during this current filing season, which is about to close uh, later this month. We've seen a much higher level of phone service for people who do call and have questions. They're averaging 80 to 90 percent of calls getting through to a live operator compared to the average of 15 percent we saw in the previous year. This is something that the IRS and the Treasury Department keep highlighting time and again, that a lot of this money is trying to improve 
taxpayer service that they recognize has not been up to standard. And they are also just trying to arm the employees with technology so that when people do call, the employee can give the best, most accurate answer and that if they call again, they're not going to get a completely different answer from a completely different person. <laughs> right. And there will be a record of the prior call, too, which is part of what you mentioned earlier, this comprehensive look at someone and not all these little stovepipe channels. And finally, I think this is the first time I'm aware of that someone who had been commissioner, acting commissioner, has come back years later as the confirmed commissioner. It's the first time I'm aware of that as well. Danny Werfel was a former IRS commissioner under the Obama administration, one of the several hats he's worn in the federal government. He has a collective 15 years of federal experience across the Obama and George W. Bush administrations. He was at the IRS at a time when it was dealing with the uh, the Lois Lerner debacle and the tax-exempt status of nonprofits. And so he really has a reputation as a kind of Mr. Fix-It type person. The IRS is obviously at a similar crossroads here. And it's worth pointing out that he was confirmed along pretty bipartisan lines. There are a number of senators who remember him from his previous jobs and you know understand that he has a pretty solid track record for turning things around. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. And be sure to check out all of his IRS coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com.